You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we talk about Walter Murch's Wizard of Oz fever dream, Return to Oz. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast, the Movie Crew Podcast, Movie Makers, Talking Movies. We're your hosts. I'm editor Brian Okins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am... I'm pretty good. I had a little bit of an accident. I was practicing arriving to the podcast on all four wheels and crashed a couple of times. You need some more grease? I heard you screeching around the corner. I'm not going to be joining the wheelers anytime soon. We also have with us director of photography Mike Griggs. Uh, I guess we're not in Kansas anymore. We're we're a long way away from Kansas, Mikey. Oh, oh, are we now? <laughs> and we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are talking the 1985 Walter Murch Fever Dream. I believe is the way Jared Callen just described it. Return to Oz. <laughs> Yeah, hashtag who's the gnome king, you know. Oh, hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the modern marketing would be. Shout out Princess Nobi. No. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Mombi. Sorry. Oh, Mombi. I was about to say. Uh, Mombi, Nobi, whatever. I don't even know who's shouting out. Careful there. (laughs) Careful there, Brian. You might lose your head. All right. Can we we start this? I, I heard that some people were traumatized. As a child from watching this movie, what the fuck is wrong with all of you crybabies out there? <laughs> Everyone didn't grow up like you, Brian. I mean, <laughs> this looks like the most... Uh, the, where is all the tame, traumatizing stuff of the Dark Crystal? It's not even here. This is a this is a sissy film. I don't understand why this traumatized anyone. There's some unsettling images in this, Brian. I don't know about traumatizing, but it's definitely... I can see how, like, if you were a small child, like, under the age of five or something, it could be scary. I, I think it's it's traumatizing because this movie is a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. And when people think Wizard of Oz, they don't think the book series. They think the fucking Judy Garland movie that's like happiness in a can. 
And this movie is like, let's take all the weirdest shit you've ever thought of and somehow make it even weirder. Hold and on. You're then that, that's where we're starting. You know, you're putting that happiness thing on there. In the previous one, man, we got, we're dropping houses on people. Yeah. We got, we got motherfucking, like, you know, like, fucking flying fucking monkeys and shit. Yeah. And we got this, like, crazy bitch that's trying to kill us. And, like, and you know. fucking melts. Like, yeah. I mean, there, there, there's fucked up shit going on in that, too. You know, it, it's, it's, it's still canon. It's still yeah, but there's, there's still small people singing in high-pitched voices. And don't even get me movie. started about how terrifying the munchkins are, man. Come on. <laughs> the scariest part of The Wizard of Oz. Get your lollipop guild and go home, sir. You're You'll terrifying. be a hist. You'll be a hist. <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we did need that, you know? Like, where, where were they all hiding? Are they down in the ground? Like, Way to pop out of flowers. They all turn in the sand and the expanding <sighs> desert oh, that's a, of that's a lot of munchkins. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I was I was surprised watching this after reading online about all the all the scary images of the wheelers and like uh, uh, the the princess with her heads. And I was like, guys, this is like Power Rangers. This is like being afraid Bro, of like Rita Repulsa I wrote that down. and her putties. When, 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 when she comes out later and, and then like all the wheelers are asleep on the steps and she comes yeah. out and she throws a tantrum, that Get is that. straight. She's like, wake up! <laughs> She's like, bring back that chicken! And they're all like, <laughs> and they're all <laughs> and they're squeaking away. That is straight out of fucking Power Rangers. Right? Oh. <laughs> I, that's what I was like. What? How was this scary to anyone? I, I, I saw this once as a child. I don't ever remember, remember being uh, terrified. Terrified is a strong word. I wasn't terrified. Unsettled is a better description. Not even unsettled. I mean, there's, I don't know. These are just these feel like very at home '80s fantasy ideas, you know. There's nothing traumatizing like uh, Treyu going through in the Neverending Story and the horse okay, getting right, getting. Right. Uh, what was that bald called? I forgot. It is kind of creepy, guys. I mean, you know, like the 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 rock creature coming up in the stones and and all that. It's not I that like that a lot. Yeah. I didn't think that was creepy. I didn't think it was creepy. I, I liked the effect, and I, I liked how it progressed as the movie went on. Um, I thought I was like, at the first time you get the close-up of the, the man in the makeup, I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is happening in this movie? And then you slowly reveal that the guy's getting more human. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great, but never once creeped out. Didn't get the heebie-jeebies. Didn't even see like how a kid could. I mean, it looks like a villain, but it looks like a he villain <laughs> from a Disney <laughs> when- movie. When well, Dorothy, Dorothy's laying there and she's like crying after she's fallen through like the prism of fucking LSD. And then, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then like the, the Gnome King's like disembodied like arm comes out and like, there, there, you know, it's kind of creepy. And then the hands open in the, the doorway to go into his bobble collection. I'll give you that one. That was that probably was creepy. the creepiest moment in the entire movie. I wonder if the creepy aspect has to do with that. I don't know. I forget what it's called, but where like the where people are creeped out by dolls and clowns because they they're almost mm. human but not quite. And I don't have this problem. I can really see that it's not human. Like I'm not afraid. But a, a lot of people have that issue, and I wonder if that's what their problem is with this film. I can see that, uh, especially with the uh, what was the the moose, the couch moose. What was his name? He's the Gump. Gump. That's right. There we go. Gump. The one who has like an existential crisis. He's like, "What is my purpose?" And they're like, "Oh well, you know, we just uh, we 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 brought you to life so you can get out of this one situation. We didn't really think about how you'd really get around. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, you're alive." <laughs> I thought that was fucked up that the movie called attention to that. It was yeah, like, he's like, <laughs> "Why are you making me think about that, man?" 
you brought this thing to life. You have a little bit of responsibility here. You are this thing's god. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. Well, it's just like Jack, you know, the the the, the pumpkin head thing. You know, he's like, hey, can I ask you a favor? <laughs> I call you mom. He's like, will you check my head for signs of spoiling? He, he sounds he sounds like Anakin Skywalker. Oh my god! And like, if you oh hear the way god. the way the way he like inflects things and yeah. like over enunciates, he he sounds exactly like Anakin. Like Jake Lloyd, Anakin Skywalker. No, 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 no. Hayden no. Christensen's grossness. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. okay, I'll give you that. That was the one thing that I thought was a little creepy. Was all the times he called that little ten-year-old girl mom. Okay, that mom. It was. I know it was supposed to be endearing, and she also thought it was like very special from the way she like glowed when he asked her. But I thought after a while, I was like, "That's not. That's kind of. That's very weird." Yeah, it, I, but I don't know. I feel like all that stuff is like normal. <sighs> all these 80s fa- fantasy films a- aimed at children. I feel like that's just problematic stuff for all of them. But, I, man, I I don't know. After reading everything online, I was really just like, man, you, you, some of these kids that saw this movie were like just really you, – you guys were homeschooled or something, man. Like, for real, get out <laughs> of the world and see things more. Like, dear God. Yeah, Mike, when did it, when did it affect you? First of all, fuck you. <laughs> Second of all, I don't know. I was probably like 10 or 12 when I saw this movie and, oh, nice. and definitely was anticipating. I think for me, the difference between this and, and the Judy Garland one is tone. Like, yeah, there's some creepy images in the original and there's some you know disturbing moments for sure. The idea of a tin woodsman like cutting off people things. But like that, this this movie is like is like leaning into the weirdness it's leaning into the creep factor it's 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 trying to to do all of like take the weirdest thing and then make it weirder and it's it to me it doesn't it doesn't work in a way that's fun and maybe that's why i think people jump to the words trauma from this movie is because it's not fun like all the creepy things should be interesting it should be it should be like endearing you to the world and mostly to me it's just like this is what the fuck is going on Fever dream is a good way to describe it. Yeah, but I also like how Dorothy doesn't really react to anything. Like she's like, of course, there's a fucking giant pumpkin long arm thing that I've got to like help sew his fucking legs and arms back on because that's just how things are. She she just goes with everything, everything. There's no question. And even when something bad happens, she's like, well, you know, it just can't be helped. She just kind of like lays a fair throughout the whole thing, which is kind of interesting. Are you supposed to be uh, into this world, like the whole? is that she wants to go back to kansas right no she's been in kansas for six months and hasn't been able to sleep and hasn't been able to think about anything but this world she has been wanting to come back and so the fact that we're back and it's like i don't know weird timeline difference everything has gone to shit okay. it looks like it's been a while like i think yeah. time runs different in oz yeah this is, this is like a, a chronicles of narnia time slipstream difference weirdness i don't know because like at the end though she's to go back home yeah, she's a little bit too much of a rush, too, when she says that again. Yeah, I didn't understand why she wanted to go back home. Like, you want to go back yeah. home to sh- shock treatments? <laughs> what? Right, yeah, right. exactly. What are right. you going home to? <laughs> Some evil therapist. And, like, uh, you know, you don't know the place is burned down and caught on fire. This machine has a face. Isn't it cool? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at his little tongue. <laughs> I did actually enjoy that scene a lot, though. <laughs> I didn't enjoy anything in that doctor's office because every fucking shot was like crazy front lit, regardless of which angle it was. And I was just like, what is this terrible cinematography? 
Uh, this movie looks like shit. It's funny you say that. Uh, so the, uh, all that stuff, all the the non Oz stuff, was shot by a different cinematographer. Yeah, and then I guess from what I read on Wikipedia, I couldn't find anything else. He got tired of uh, waiting around on Walter Murch, so he left. And I was like, wait, that can't be the whole story. But I couldn't find anything else. Like he didn't he didn't like those four hour child days. I don't man, there is no way I, I saw that on Wikipedia I saw that corroborated uh, on a bunch of other places where was it oh yeah here it is uh, uh, Feruza Bach could work uh, three and a half hours each day only from 9.30 to 4.30 come the fuck on yeah that including wasn't. her apparently including her um, on set um, tutoring as well like what the fuck that's bullshit. You know they didn't. Fu- they fudged the math on that crap. I don't know. I was reading that same thing, but it was from the perspective of like, well, this is why the movie was super over budget because it was like crazy stretched time frames. Because, but it makes it sound like they just didn't understand how to time manage working with the child actor. And they're like, oh, it was a two hundred day shoot because the the main actor could only work for four hours a day. Well, no shit. Welcome to kids. How? What the hell else were you doing with the other eight hours of your day? Like, what are you talking about? It still took eight months to shoot this thing, too. Like, yeah, come that's, on. that's a long fucking time, and it doesn't look good. Like, how do you take eight months and it looks like this? Like, this looks like cheap community theater. None of the costumes look good. None of the fucking props look good. The wheelers as a concept of a character are, look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, cool, let's put long sleeves and hold, make them literally hold another wheel. Like, it doesn't look like they're, like, appendages. It just, I don't know, none of none of this. This movie wasn't fun. I don't understand why people even like it. I thought this stuff looked good. I thought the direction was kind of terrible. Mm. Like, it doesn't, co- nothing coalesces, and it none of it yeah. has, like, a design pattern. You know, like when you see Emerald City, it's like, okay, this is what the new Emerald City looks like. And you're trying to imagine what it would look like new, you know, because we've never seen this version before. And it's already destroyed. You know what I mean? So it's it's not that cool. And then when you get into the, what's it, Princess Mombi? When you get into her place, it's like 20th century, like uh, mirror palace. Like what's going on here? And don't even get me started on the outfits, man. Oh, my God. Kristen, I hated these fucking costumes. You don't like the blades coming off of uh, Princess Mombi? She's, like, playing the fucking ukulele or whatever. and and She's got those giant feathers or whatever the fuck they are. No, they're, they're like, like blades. They're, like, you hear them, like... Yeah. Yeah. There's no way that's real metal, right? Come on. They added that sound effect in there, right? Or or is it metal? something really, like, a thin metal... It looks so terrible. It was the most distracting costume I think I've ever seen in a movie. I didn't hear you complain when we watched uh, uh, Coming to America, and they had those, like, but those were feathers. This is metal. We haven't, really we haven't done Coming them. to America, Jerry. I'm talking about when you and I were sitting there watching it together, right? <laughs> what, Kristen? I didn't hate the costumes. I thought the costumes looked great, but what bothered me was that they didn't really seem to match the characters that were wearing mm. them usually there's like a there's like a saying like with the models like you know the models are the only times where like you want the clothes to be wearing you otherwise you wear the clothes and i don't think that anyone in this was wearing the clothes the clothes were wearing them and so the problem with that dress and the blades and all of that is that it looks like she just slipped it on after a nap 
There's the hair, the makeup, like nothing works. Her her demeanor, she's supposed to be like a queen, right? Or is she a princess, which is which she's a princess. She's princess, princess yeah. Royalty. Princess she's in charge of something, right? Or she thinks she is. And so like she doesn't have the attitude. Like there's just nothing there. And yet she has this pretty intense gown on. And I think that's the problem. And that kind of goes for everybody. The wheelies have a very bizarre costume feels very 80s. But it doesn't work because as soon as they lift their heads up and you see them and their facial expressions and the way they act, it doesn't work. You're not afraid of them anymore. It doesn't you like who you just said, like it doesn't look like the the arms, like they're extensions of the arms. It looks like they're wearing costumes. Yeah. It's something yeah. about that that's not working. It's not that the, I think the costumes themselves, if you just look at them on their own, they're they're interesting and there's potential there, but there's something about the actors doing this that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, if the wheelers had kept their heads down the whole time and had those like weird face mask things, those were actually kind of creepy and seemed relatively interesting. But as soon as like the main dude, like his mask comes off and then he's just weird 80s bald guy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what What was that choice? Like, why go through all this effort to design, like, an interesting mask for a, a menacing character yeah. that's supposed to be antagonizing? And then he just looks fucking goofy, but for no reason. Is that reason? what they look like in the books? Are the wheelers in the books? Let's see. Fuck if I know, man. Yeah, I have no I idea. I mean, that, that's really it. It's like... All of these characters could be so much more menacing than they are, or they could be so much more charming than they are. Like yeah. the Scarecrow and the Jack the Pumpkin Head guy, they just look like they're little brain damaged dolls, you know? Like there's there's nothing there. There's nothing endearing about them, and there could be. But I know that those are the old-fashioned styles. I actually thought that was really neat, especially the Scarecrow. It's like a very old-fashioned Scarecrow. But I don't know that they can pull it off. I don't know that it works when I see it in here. He just looks like a doll that's like he shouldn't. I don't know. He just shouldn't be moving. Like he doesn't look like a doll that came to life. He just looks like a doll. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It looks low budget. It does very, look very yeah. low budget, very, and, and very. he looks very creepy. Like you, his his just lifeless eyes. I just sent you guys what the wheelers look like in the books. So maybe, maybe they're just trying to capture this weird style. <laughs> yeah, but they don't they don't have like regular faces. They don't look like I don't know. I, I guess they do. That's just oh, it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, not not everything has to be put on film, you know. There, there's like there's like twelve of these books. They're like you know we need the one with the wheelers. We got to have that. <sighs> well, again, like it, well, it, it starts it's a as a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it starts as something that seems like it should be menacing. Like, oh, what's the wheelers? They just look fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> they look like dudes who forgot how to walk, and they're like, if I hold these other wheels, and I can rollerblade everywhere. This is before rollerblades. Well, apparently they designed rollerblades because they're all on fucking rollerblades. Wait, wait, no, they're all, they're all on one wheels, right? They're single wheels. Yeah, they're all yeah. single wheels, right? Well, the front hands are single wheels, aren't the back hands rollerblades? No, nope, they're bad. No, they're they're all single wheels. Okay. Wait, did this really come out before rollerblades? <laughs> when did this come out? <laughs> this is nineteen eighty-five. For a long time. <laughs> when did roller? When did rollerblades? Those have been out for a long, long time. <laughs> Guys, I'm smelling remake. <laughs> you know what Return to Oz was missing? Rollerblades for the wheelers. Rollerblades came out in 1989. 
Whoa. There you go. So, yeah, oh, this predates rollerblades. So the guy was sitting around smoking weed watching Return to Oz and was like, you know what? If we put all four <laughs> on one foot. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys think that the Wheeler's favorite food is pizza? Why? Because they can cut any slice however they want. <laughs> and one of them has a, uh, a pizza cutter. <laughs> oh, you know somebody's got a sharp one. You know, they're like, they're like, that one guy, he's like the innovator, you know. <laughs> oh, he's taking his, his wheel and just and, and sliced it, it down, <laughs> grinding it down until it's a sharp. He's like, <laughs> we can really get him now. <laughs> I mean, okay, but seriously, why, why are these characters, why are they so fucking loud? So like. Their whole thing is <laughs> wheels, and they're all squeaky wheels. None of them figured out an oil can. I mean, the goddamn like s- uh, on the my, tin man on my had an oil can. What the hell? On my second viewing, I, re- I noticed that at the beginning of the movie, the guy who's pushing the gurney is the head wheeler, and in his yes. gurney, he's pushing has the has the you know the wheeler squeaky sound. wheels. Yeah, wheeler. Yeah, that was pizza. that was their attempt to do something from the first movie where all the characters made appearances and cameos, and most in both, of them do both of the worlds. Yeah. Yeah, most most of the characters do make appearances in the in the beginning. But her family doesn't, right? Yeah, that's right. I didn't. Not see her family, family, but the um, the wicked princess. All the yeah, and and, and the doctor, the, the doctor's the, the gnome king. Awesome. You know, he's like you know, you see the yeah. face that that's the gnome king. I, that's one thing I was reading. Like uh, Walter Murch, like he was talking afterwards. Like he didn't really want to make this uh, sequel to the Wizard of Oz. It's supposed to be a new reinterpretation of the original source novels. So why do they put so much crap about the first movie? In well, the because she beginning? came back. Well, because she'd already gone and she'd been back. You know, it's I know been six so it, months uh, Earth time. Well, so what like, I'm saying is, it, it seem they don't have to, right? They they're choosing to pick up a new story, right, and acknowledge the Wizard of Oz happened, right? And is the Wizard of Oz is that even the first book? You know what I mean? So it's like, why did they pick up and acknowledge the '39 film when they when they clearly want to distance themselves so so much from it? Well, yeah. I mean, just just the same yeah. reason why we have all these remakes and, and reimaginings now. It's easier to market. Yeah, something Yeah, but they that don't spend ten of... minutes of their movies trying to say, "Hey, we are this movie," but we're totally not because this they movie, know guys. that everybody has seen that and everybody knows the story of like the Wizard of Oz. I do yeah, have to say, but they call it Return to Oz. You know what I mean? It's because like, because she is returning. It's not like you know what I'm saying is if like you're going to do a sequel, like do a sequel, like and then like I don't know. The reason this movie fucking failed at the box office is because like nobody knows what the fuck it is. Is this a sequel to Return? Uh, to Wizard of Oz, or is this a new thing? And if it's a yes. new thing, why is it like so tied into the first film? Like, I can't, I Walter Murch, I can't treat it like a new thing when you tie it so closely to the first thing. The, the you know what I mean? I don't know. I think they set themselves up for failure. Do you think that was the studio's involvement, though, and in wanting them to? I well, I I will say I do appreciate the uh the use of the red slippers in this which they that's not in the novels they did lift that and the way the rock man wears the red slippers and sticks his little feet out is <laughs> He's super just like cute, the best he? part of the movie yeah, yeah that's accurate yeah i like how polite he is and, and he's he's all he's very um you didn't ask well no he's he's like uh <laughs> he like waits to change the scarecrow and, and, and to an ornament and then like fucking you know Dorothy like slams into him and he's like uh, I've been meaning to do it for a while now but uh, you coming here reminded me thank you <laughs> he's, he's always quick to throw a, a thank you you know he's, he's like um, he's talking about the, 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 uh, the slippers and he's like they are very powerful they helped me conquer the Emerald City thank you <laughs> I think I liked his, his minions uh, better than him 
They were pretty cool. What the little the, 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 just the, 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 the rock minion? people? No, no. This is it only one that can bounce between multiple rocks, or, or is every rock person a different? I thought rock I, don't know. I thought it was just one, but you see multiple yeah, ones yeah. later at the end. So it's like I don't know, man. Are there like a whole bunch that report to the one guy that then goes to the king and is like, "Hey, boss, guess what? <laughs> they got a chicken. A chicken." I was expecting the chicken to do more when I got to the end, and it was just an egg. I was like, kind of like, oh. Uh, sir, that is called a uh, story arc. An egg. That's a lot. Okay. Uh, we At the very I'm beginning of the film, she was going to get killed uh, unless she got her, uh, unless she started laying eggs, and then it, you know, it took took her being scared by a giant rock demon to poop out an egg. Whatever, dude. Story in my life. That chicken is murdered. <laughs> that was like dinner. And this is like uh, Dorothy, like, you know. Making up some fairy tale story over what happened to the family chicken. Yeah, it is really weird how, like, why is Oblina there? Oh, Dorothy! You know. <laughs> oh, how she shows up to Oz? Yeah, yeah, it's so odd. You know, and it's also, it's weird that, that for some reason, uh, Kansas has, has, like, seafront, seafront property. Um, <laughs> and that's how we get to Oz this time. What are we going to do now, Dorothy? Yeah, it, it becomes a fucking river. That then becomes like an ocean. The ocean, that, like like fucking like Joe versus the, the volcano the looking what? shots. Yeah, like yeah. How did the fucking chicken get there? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken disappears. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It, it, and they they they, they, the they do they they do acknowledge it. And he's like, well, how, how did you get here? And she's like, that is kind of weird, isn't it? And they just move on. <sighs> Man, <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't bring the dog. You know, because we did that. So now we got to, you know, what's the next best thing on a farm? That one went right by me. Mm. (laughs) How did this chicken get here? God damn it. I did like the chicken, though. The chicken's great. Oblina is. Great acting, honestly. Excellent. Great voice acting or great, like, puppeteering? No, just like chicken chicken, chicken acting, because there were, like, real chickens there. (laughs) Yeah. There was chickens and, and, like, uh, radio-controlled chickens with blinking weird eyes. Yeah, I, I love that there was, was apparently like different chickens to do different activities. Like this chicken is good for holding, this chicken is good for walking. No, it's no, it's just like every time they cut to the scarecrow, they had to put a different face on <laughs> yeah, exactly. it. You know, so yeah. it's like it's like there's a different chicken for every cut, just like a different scarecrow for every angle. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jared, those are the stage lights melting the, the scarecrow's face. <laughs> His mouth is like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he looks thri- frightened. Throw him back in there. <laughs> I like how good he is at em- emoting. But I also do like, like how when he shows up, it, it, he he mimics the scarecrow from the first movie, Dorothy. And then the same thing, like when Dorothy sees the uh, the yellow brick road, she's like, "It's the yellow brick road." She says it just like you know uh, Judy Garland. She doesn't really mimic her a lot, but right in those moments, yeah, she yeah. hits those those notes really perfectly. Yeah, she it was, she was cast because of her eyes, right? She's got those big eyes. <laughs> they worked really well. <laughs> they did. I like how they throw some shade at her though. They're like, she's like, they're like, you, you'll be you'll be attractive someday. Not not really beautiful, but <laughs> like damn, like, let me damn. put you in my tower for two decades and see if it works out. What? It's cold. <laughs> Didn't have a complex before, but she does now. <laughs> Dorothy goes up there and sits down next to the gump and's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for being as young as she was, I, th- I did think she was she was pretty good. Or maybe the puppet. I don't know. I had a hard time in the beginning. The ADR was so fucking distracting in the beginning. It took it took me a while to get adjusted to the movie. Did you guys have a Which problem ADR? with that? Just all of it. All the ADR. All the dubbing. 
I was yeah. reading later that, that certain characters were dubbed in, uh, overdubbed with other actors. Yeah, I think I think all the uh, Ozma stuff is overdubbed. Just, oh, it's so distracting. Like some of it's not even like in sync. Maybe they were rewriting the the, the dialogue and changing things instead of just like cleaning. They they were they were fixing story. Yeah, that could have been. Good God, how bad was it before they re ADR'd some of that? <laughs> That's rough. I don't know. The, the the one that really stood out to me was earlier in the beginning when she's talking to the doctor and she's telling them about the Tin Man who was cutting off all his appendages. But <laughs> she starts to say she starts to say the word hack. You you hear her say the H part and then she stops herself and says cut. And it's like she's facing away from camera. Like you could have just removed that like tiny little sound. And well, no, that's not that wasn't about that. It was you know she she's she's changing her story to to be nice. You know. It's a choice. Oh, Mike. you thought that was a character choice? Yes. It sounded like a weird ass mistake that really tripped me up. Yeah, well, you know, when the audio sounds like it's being recorded in a fucking audio booth, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, sometimes, like, you know, things that you intend to do sound like mistakes. Do you think Ozma was there at the beginning? You think that uh, she was. On the sideboard? Yeah. You think she's she's actually there? Oh man, I feel like you're opening up the whole can of worms. Whether like, does, whether it actually happened or not? Yeah, does Oz even exist, well, or is it just like in like like because he, he like just just imagine even when um, the nurse is like chasing the girls down the hill and they for some reason run and fall into the river and there's that whole thing. Uh, was there two girls or was only one? Like like because you ne- never they never actually address Ozma at all. Yeah, yeah, never. They don't address a lot of shit at the end, man. They're just like, they come back at the end, they're like, hey, yeah, that fucking place, it burnt down, and, uh, you know. We're sure happy to see you. Yeah, who knows that other girl, <laughs> if she was actually there or not, and then the nurse is being carried away in what looks like a fucking police paddy wagon. Why? Yeah. Well, yeah. so I was wondering, why why was she arrested? Um, Are they trying to say that she burnt the hospital down? Or, well, maybe because, well, there were there were screams. We kept hearing screams, so maybe maybe they were doing bad things there. And then the the, the place oh, catching on fire caused right. the cops to come see it, and they're like, holy shit, there's people trapped in here. And, and Well, maybe Ozma is real, and she died, and that's why she stayed at Oz. I'm just saying, this is a lot of fucking th- things that I have to infer here, and like a lot of, <laughs> a lot of pieces in this puzzle that are missing here. I can't really, yeah, it's a little sloppy at the end. Just at the end. <laughs> I'm just talking about story wise. <laughs> I think everything so else in the beginning is. I think the story in the beginning is okay. It the direction is just bad. It, you know what? It's not really bad direction. It's just mismatched direction. There's there's no tone in this. Like there's just nothing consistent about any of any of the things. Yeah, it sounds to me like uh, we need to watch a trailer, get ourselves centered here, to take a deeper dive. Nice. I hope this is a good trailer. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna watch the trailer for Walter Murchis <laughs> Return to Eyes. Well, buckle up, baby. In a world that maybe doesn't exist, one girl goes where no other girl's way. She's been here before. Never mind. In a world. <laughs> This summer, Walt Disney Pictures presents a motion picture fantasy adventure beyond your fondest imagination. You'll be transported miraculously back to the enchanted land of Oz, that magical kingdom beloved by young and old for generations. It's just a yellow brick. No, Belina, you don't understand. 
This was the yellow brick road. You share with Dorothy Gale the shock of finding everything mysteriously changed. What's happened to everybody? And you'll delight with her discovery of four wonderful new friends who band together against a wicked queen and the dreaded Gnome King. This is the Oz you haven't seen before. And this is the Oz you'll want to visit again and again. From Walt Disney Pictures comes a whole new world of entertainment. Why don't we just fly back to Kansas? Return to Oz. Alright, we're back. That was the trailer for Walter Murch's Return to Oz. Where the trailer VO did not match the description of the images we were seeing on screen. <laughs> Anybody else feeling a little William Shatner in his delivery? Hmm. Who, the trailer guy voice or myself? Yeah, no, I, I don't mean like, I don't mean like <laughs> Dorothy, you know, da, da, da. But he, like, he, like when, when he's really trying to do a VO, he's very Shatner. This is the Oz you'll want to return to again and again, again and again. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, what? What did we just see that we're going to want to see again? Well, nobody went to go see it the first time because this $28 million production only made $11.1 million theatrically. I'm, I'm shocked that it made that much in the first place. I can't believe they spent $28 million of Where did that months. money go? Like, literally, where did that money go? Because this movie looks Building like Building all those sets, bro? Yeah, hold on. There's a lot of world building here. And there are a lot of mad shots. And they're not all terrible. The the one in the opening with uh, the night sky is pretty good. Yeah, but but when when they stand up out of that baby crib in the middle in the middle of the or the edge of the desert, yeah, that yeah. looks like doo doo. And you can still see the fucking green lines around her face on that profile shot. Oof. Absolutely oh yeah, trash. no, all of those. Okay, I didn't understand that at all. Like, why do they go through the trouble of doing a green screen thing when they clearly have another wide shot where they're in front of? They a didn't have that turnaround shot. Yeah. But they, but they have a map painting for it, and they're doing like it's a, it's like a medium shot against what the same shot as the matte painting would have been. So like, why the fuck didn't they just use the matte painting? I don't know, and and that matte painting shot looks cleaner too because you can it, it does. does you can see the they put the uh, the actors uh, and the chicken puppet. Uh, there's a rock behind them, so they're just yeah. cutting out the rock area, and the matte paintings put in behind them, and it looks so much better. It look, yeah, it looks way better. It is weird when they yeah, go to that other so shot. Cutting to those green screen ones just make them even more gross and and out of place. Um, at the Rich. end, we, 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 well, near the end, when we finally reached like the Gnome King's Mountain, and we've gotten over the Deadly Desert. And we've crashed and we're falling down. And it's right before the Gnome King starts spying on them and starts speaking to them. You know what I'm talking about? When he brings them, he's like, who are you to come to my mountain? Whatever. Uh, the matte painting right there, every time they cut like away from the mountain, you can see the seam all the way across. It, it, it's, it's in every shot. And it just drives me batty. And I, I know it's because I'm watching it in on, on a 4K TV or whatever. But, like, man, it is... Uh, very noticeable. <laughs> it's right in the eye line, just past their head. There's a perfect seam <laughs> in the wall. Did everybody watch this on Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. I was that it a standard like fucking? I think it was standard def. Was it a standard def transfer yeah, that was blown was, up? Yeah, it had yeah. to be because it looked really bad, real bad. It's very grainy. Yeah, I couldn't even find a Blu-ray of this. I think the, uh, Disney only released it through like I don't know some fucking movie club out of pity or... they were just like you know we just gotta <laughs> do this 
Yeah. <laughs> it's in well, the contract. I mean, wasn't that like half the reason why they made this movie in the first place was they were about to lose the rights and they were like, well, we got to do something with it or, you know, it's going to revert to whatever. Yeah, but I, th- sure, Walter Merch, you can do your little pet project. The story I heard, man, it, it, it kind of makes sense because Disney in the 80s is just, Disney in the 80s was like a total shit show. They didn't really get their uh, shit together until they did The Little Mermaid at the very end of the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And man, I, the way this story goes is like Walter Merch is just sitting there with the fucking head of Disney at the time, and he's like, hey, Walter Merch, what kind of projects would you like to do here at Disney? And Walter Merch goes, oh, Wizard of Oz, I would always like to do one of those. Oh, you know what? That's good, because the rights are getting ready to relapse, and we totally forgot about that. Yes, go make one of those. Like, wait, what? You bought the rights and you didn't even you forgot about them? Like No, that, that that's just gobbling things up to make sure no one else gets it. You know, that that's just sitting on things to make sure that no one's going to get that money. But it, it wasn't even planned. Like they were going to lose the rights, you know, and they're t- yeah. I think Ridic- I think yeah, ridiculous. No, no, no. I think I think that in Walt Disney's original like plan for the whole thing whenever he looked at it, he was like, "Okay, there's this vault, okay? And we're going <laughs> to buy things and we're going to put them in there." And then, you know, we'll release them as they go. Walt Disney himself was actually a hoarder and nobody yeah, actually knew. Yeah. Actually, so I think he's even in the Walt the Disney vault. vault now. He's so it's very still meta. there, actually. Yeah. Yes. We're waiting for him to come out of the vault. He's been Futurama frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Disney is forever young. Fucking <laughs> 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 he's Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker wishes he was Mel Gibson. <laughs> I do love that movie. <laughs> I don't know. He may be Bo Gibson. They both hate Jews. Hmm. Attracts. Mm. Yep. Makes sense. Too real or not real enough. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I just like, I read something about the, they, they started this movie and it was going super over budget and super over time. And like, they were going to fire Walter Murch and then Walter called his buddy George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and then some other big name that I forget. And those guys Coppola. were like, <laughs> oh yeah F- fuck jesus christ yeah yeah because he did um apocalypse now right yeah he, he and the conversation now so of course those guys are gonna love this dude and they're all gonna go to bat for his opportunity to direct his own movie and then this is the garbage that we get after it like did those well, dudes the, did they turn to walter and be like you know what you used your you you had one we gave it to you you used it we're done now you know, Mike, this is just when we when we realized and we learned that you never let editors direct. <laughs> now, we we do say that all directors oh, should up. some That's not should true. Edit. be able to edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, we're forgetting we really about don't Hal need to let, here. Yeah, but what's he really done, you know? What the fuck you? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're right. You're not allowed to speak now. You're done. <laughs> Being Look, there? you get you, like like shampoo? One, okay, be, on. uh, being there, shampoo, uh, fucking on, so um, some class act stuff right Harold there. Harold and Maude. Yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Love the zooms. Um, yeah. Zoom, <laughs> it was the zoom, style zoom. at the time, Jared. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'll give you one. There was one good, like you know, editor. Director. Look, let's let's not burn down the whole village because of one person. Okay. That's all I'm saying, okay? We can't we can't take away all the editors uh, directing cards just because of Walter Murch. Dude, no, 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 no. Walter Murch is like the early Chris Nolan. You know, like Chris Nolan, you, you're not allowed to sit on any of his sets. Like if you if you're caught sitting down, you're fired. Walter Murch also like works standing up, so he's the pioneer of working while standing. 
Oh, just because he edits standing at his movie all. He even directs standing up, I guarantee it. Well, I mean, you used um, to have to stand when you worked in those machines back in the day, to be fair. In order to get the foot pedal and everything to work, it was just easier to stand. Why he does it digitally, you know, it's just he's just carrying it through, man. It's part yeah, of who it's he tradition. is. Yeah, it's tradition. It's tradition. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. It's tradition. Yeah, but, but maybe he only did this one movie because, you know, one and done, baby. Like, when you do it right and you do it well, you don't have when to do you, it again. When you do a flop that makes <laughs> half of what your budget was, but you still got to keep your, you know, $2 million whatever fee. He's like, cool, I'll go back yeah, to editing. That's yeah, oh, yeah. Stick to slicing and dicing, baby. Make, go, make, go make those Oscars. I mean, directing is a hard gig. Like, you, you have so many decisions to make. You have to have a vision and have clear choice and sense of tone and understanding what all the things need to be. And that's a, that's totally different than stepping out of, of the editing suite and making someone else's shit work. Yeah. And I, I'm, he, he did create some suspense. You can't tell me that going into the, the head to go to steal the key, you didn't get any suspense there, Brian. Dude, look, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not com- uh, taking any way uh, thing from, any of the filmmakers that that worked on this, it's it's not the individual pieces; it's the whole. Yeah, it's the yeah. whole. It's yeah. literally the direction. Like everybody that worked on this movie did a good job, and, and they just were given the wrong direction for certain parts. You know, like like the the like the costume we were talking about the the swords coming out of the back. It's not it's not a terrible idea. It's just. Why is that there? She doesn't have any spear weapons. There's like, there's no motivation. She's dangerous, but beautiful. You know, like that just doesn't say it. You know what I mean? Like, it's her sharp wit, Brian. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and, like, you know, she, she, she likes like she a, li- she likes to sit in a room and like, you know, play her little fucking instrument and look at herself in all these mirrors and go, that's right. Gosh, she's, aren't I beautiful and dangerous? She's she's <laughs> trying to get ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Mombi, like she, that act- <laughs> I forget what that actress is. From now on. Oh my god, I forget what that actress's <laughs> name is. But uh, she, she works so much better. Like if if you look at her in Willow, right? Her costume works better. Her performance is better. Like, and she's doing the same exact fucking role. It just works. She's the evil queen in that movie. You know what I mean? Same same fucking thing. It works better. Every everything is. I mean, that's fucking Ron Howard. I don't even have the highest opinion of Ron Howard, but yeah. he's a director. He's able to put <laughs> like all the pieces together and see like, okay, this works. This doesn't work. Why does this work? I don't feel like those questions are asked in this movie. And if they were asked, like maybe so much was cut out, we can't put the pieces together to see how it works in the world. I mean, this this movie is almost two hours. So like, fuck, how much would it have dragged when they? before they cut all the extra things out that didn't work quote-unquote didn't work maybe that's why they're not there i mean you know like he is an editor he maybe wants to get the runtime down i don't know speaking of ron howard though cocoon was the number one movie when this movie uh came out nice it did debut at number seven which i got a real big a kick out the the top so the top seven at the box office at the time cocoon was number one followed by rambo first blood part two Nice. Then the Goonies, Life Force, Fletch, and Preezy's Honor. And Wait, what? Preezy's Honor, Jack Nicholson, Preezy, Angelica Houston, Easy Preezy, Preezy's Honor, Preezy, Preezy Squares. 
Kathleen Kathleen Turner. Uh, Jack Nicholson and Kathleen Turner like Hitman. It's kind of like a Mr. and Mrs. Sounds Smith. Awesome. Let's watch that. Yeah. And they're like, you know, the Hitman and like they have to murder somebody and they have a disagreement and, you know, it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to spoil if I give away anymore. Yeah. Don't spoil. Don't spoil. Yeah. I'm struggling to find things to say about this movie because all the things I want to say are just, damn, this sucks. Well, we didn't talk about TikTok. Uh, what would you, you guys think of TikTok? The oh, Army the of app. Oz? <laughs> no, Jared, the app. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's where they got the name, obviously, because he's so baller. He loves to dance. Google, <laughs> Siri, <laughs> did TikTok from Oz inspire... <laughs> no when china was coming up with tiktok they were like what's the most iconic american thing and they're like obviously wizard of oz yeah wizard of oz and tiktok from wizard of oz because he loves dancing and walking up and down stairs also he doesn't have a brain he can do everything like a human pick me up except be a human pick me up (laughs) if only they had designed you where you could wind yourself well no you can't do that that because good choice no because then they're then unstoppable. We would, had, we would have had the singularity. Yeah. I mean, like the constantly, he's just got one hand winding the other and the other one's just like swinging around in circles, like whapping everybody. And, you're, <laughs> and like he, he has so much gravitational force that whenever he's doing that, you're just sucked into his arms and he beats the shit out of you. Sounds like the Because you only need one. Yeah. You just need one. There can be only one army of Oz. I don't know. I, I, I thought TikTok was an interesting character, but it felt the most like... Um, contrived in in all the the peril situations that they tried to put him in where it's just like oh cool yeah no he's gonna be run down now oh look there he is he's run down no but they had to set that up so he could he could have his moment where he fake runs down in the ornament room i like that yeah i like that too and also in the room where they find tiktok there's this beautiful close-up of tiktok's face and I'm just like, holy shit, this looks great. Like you said, I mean, like every now and then, I, I know what you're saying. It's kind of flat and very stagey lit. But every now and then it lands and it looks really nice. Uh, and the close-ups of TikTok when he's all dusty and all that and his eyes are kind of weirdly blue, but if the light hits him just right, they're green. He looks great. I, I, I like his weird design. So the, 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 the one non-human character like looks good, but every time we have a face on screen, that's an actual it's a little person. it's a little overlit. It's, yeah, and overlit it's, is yeah. a gentle word. Like, <laughs> my god! I mean, th- think of the time though. I mean, you know, like they they this they was have two all... years after the final Star Wars movie came out. Fuck off! Think of the time. Yeah, but all the times you've seen Star Wars, they've been retouched. Like, uh, go back and watch like Star Wars. Then no, I have it, it, I have it, I have the goddamn original. On, yeah, it's still yeah. touched. For its time, it looks okay, especially with all the effects that they were doing. You can get the original on DVD, Jared, that have been untouched in their original 4-3 aspect ratio. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm sure that the color looks great. Um. (laughs) Well, yeah, they've recolor graded those movies like eight times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Removing all the black lines and everything. Uh, Yeah. Clouded by <laughs> clouded by the Lucas your memory is. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there are other movies in the eighties that, that look good. Like the eighties the is not the beginning or the end of, of like good cinematography. Like people have known how to light faces well since way, way fucking before this movie came out. But apparently like 
both cinematographers that shot in this were like, let's put a light directly next to camera for every person so that they're I, all I think like they were trying to keep like it simple what? because of what they were dealing with. Like, apparently the guy who was inside TikTok could only, like, work for, like, 15 minutes at a time because he's, like, doubled over and walking backwards and shit. Walking like his, on his hands or something? Yeah, No, he was walking his feet, but, like, to fit down in there, he had to have his, like, head between his legs. And it, sometimes he was walking backwards inside the suit to be able to get the moves that they needed it to do. Yeah. And so he's like basically doubled over and they're dying. <laughs> About the time I, that he, you get yeah. you get you call you call action, he's like, "Please get me the fuck out of here!" Like, <laughs> I mean, from from a technical perspective, like watching TikTok walk around on screen with what appears to be no wires and no me- mechanisms, like that is actually pretty impressive. But that's the only thing that I found impressive on this one. <laughs> I saw a bunch of wires in the end uh, on the on the most recent watch. Like like when when Jack loses his head and the, and then they try to get the gump to like like tilt down and he's like I don't know if I can I'm not built to turn you know oh, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. that terrible shit uh, yeah like you can see, you can see the wires holding the every everything actually yeah to be fair that they did have a wind machine going and they had they also had like smoke and <laughs> some particle shit so I mean yeah, yeah. what are you gonna do. It's just part of it. I don't know, but like even even that that whole scene where they're that sequence where they're flying, like that's literally a, like a dream sequence of them in the middle of nothing. So they could have lit that however they want, and still somehow it managed to look like like community you know, theater stage. We, we, like we still garbage. can't get it right. I just watched Hocus Pocus, uh, which is like on the level oh, yeah, of yeah, this, yeah. right? Yeah. I just watched Hocus I Pocus. I also just too. watched that for the first I time. I just watched the second ago. one, is what I mean. Oh yeah, and uh, like I so saw, I watched this, and then I watched that. You know, uh, same same kind of realm of a movie, I would say, and all the flying shit with them looks like total doo doo as well. And that was something that came out last year. Psst, flying stuff just still ain't it, 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 like you know you got multiple people and, and things going on, and it just doesn't feel right when it's it's all fake world now. So even way back when in the eighties, it, it just does not. I don't know, know. man. I guess, they always did it right in the Superman movies. Seventies Superman or stuff no. works and because they're they're like overlaying like you know like same like, there was actually like perpetual motion in the Superman stuff. They're actually trying to make it feel like you were flying. This one they're just trying to capture some bit of fucking. Uh, it's like it's like a fucking wide shot of th- of something happening. Superman, you're like in there with him and moving with him. Even too, man, like, when they're on the couch, yeah. the Gump. I kept thinking of like how the Mummy we just watched not too long ago when they're yeah. in that big yeah. floating thing and they're floating around. Same fucking looks thing. So much better, man. It does so much better because it actually feels like it has motion. This doesn't feel yeah. like there's any like camera perpetual motion yeah. going on. It's just like a shot. Like the camera is very static. And then, and then we're seeing things moving within it, and it just doesn't match. It doesn't have the vibe. Isn't there? You know, the eighties always old movie vibe. Well, the eighties always revolved. Uh, well, they relied a lot on the, uh, the the wind machines to move your hair, and it's like, oh, look at look at the motion. Look at the motion. Yeah. There we go. And the background plates are always extremely static, and I don't know, it, gross. Yeah, the nighttime. Uh, comps outside of the stuff in the beginning were, were a little actually all of them were kind of gross the one in the beginning was impressive though because they had that camera moment on there and it was just like oh dude look at that movement on there and they had that you know they they had that motion tracked and oh this is nice this is good which which one at the beginning the very first shot where you see like uh you're seeing the night sky and then it goes in through the window and then we go over and we see dorothy laying in bed and she's looking out the window oh, yeah yeah, that stuff was good, and I was like, "All right, okay, this this is making me feel really good about the movie." And then it just got 
got really bad once we got to <laughs> Went the wheelers. downhill from there. Yeah. The fucking wheelers. A species whose entire thing is wheels, and none of them have figured out how to make oil work. Sure. How can they hold an oil can, Mike? With their mouths, Jared. I mean, how can they hold anything? <laughs> that's why they're not... That's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people were scared by those, and, like, they're not scary. They just have wheels. And they're... Bro, they're loud. <laughs> you know, all that shit. They're like, loud? you know, that's that's creepy. Kids yeah. Kids are fucking loud. What the fuck are we talking <laughs> creepy about? Too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and they're so tall. This is like, what are they going to do? They're going to run over I, you. I really need right to see Munchkins running between the legs of all the wheelers. Oh my and, god! And like, yeah, like, where's <laughs> that fucking shit? Like Come the on. Munchkins razzling the fucking re- <laughs> the wheelers, knocking them downstairs and shit. And be like, you can't get me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we really miss that. Return to G- Return of the Jedi. Return to Oz. Who knows what we're doing? Ewoks, Munchkins. I don't know. Are we at ratings? <laughs> I don't know if I can talk anymore about this movie. <sighs> Let me look over my notes. I'm definitely done. The only other thing I have in my notes is this was Oscar nominated for its visual effects. It lost to Cocoon. Nice. Wow. Wow. Which I actually agree with. Um, I mean, not that Cocoon is a bad movie, but like low bar, I guess. I don't know. You know. Yellow floaty know, maybe, people. Maybe I need to rewatch Cocoon. It's that's been a couple decades. It's I, fine. Uh, we we need to add that one because I don't really remember it. So I'm, I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. You know what? Old people Rod fun, Howard man. Month. They release a goddamn Blu-ray. We'll fucking talk about it. <sighs> you hear that? That's right. Twentieth <laughs> century Fox didn't exist anymore. Disney. Hey, and we it's always Disney. Said, it's fucking Disney again. God damn it. <laughs> we always said we were not going to get the the abyss on uh, Blu-ray, but it's coming this year. <gasps> That's right, and aliens and true fucking lies, all in Fuck 4K. Off, what? All 4K, yes, yeah, the abyss in 4K, baby. Woo! Oh my god! You want to see what a real implosion looks like? I'm gonna watch that shit like four times in a, in a week. Yeah, mm. we may have to better experience than this. We may have to do another episode for aliens when that comes out in 4K. Oh. I'll take it. <sighs> anyway. Thinking about happier things. Um, ratings. Who's going first for Return to Oz? Oh, this movie is a tonal clusterfuck of a wreck. Um, I don't think anyone really knew what was going on. Certainly not Walter Merchant. That was his entire jam. Uh, good things about this. It has some moments that build some suspense. It has some moments, some sequences, I'll say, that, that pay off things that were set up earlier. But... Fuck, man. I don't think this movie knows what it is or what it wants to be or what it's supposed to be. Uh, and it really shows. It, the movie's not fun. It's it's too weird to be interesting. It's not fun enough to be weird. Like, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't do anything well that it tries to do. I have tried to describe this movie to, like, three different people and have been in a loss of words for how to describe just the weirdness and the tonal weirdness and the, I don't know, there's, there's, Characters that do things. There's actors that do things. I got nothing to say, man. It's like a four. It, like, it's, it was not. Fun. It was not fun to watch. I didn't even want to watch it a second time just to see if I could glean more out of it. It's eh, good job. You made a movie. It's a four. Wow. Good job. You made a movie four. All right. So who's going next? I'll go next. Oh, there we go. This is a very weird movie, and just for that, I like it. There's a lot wrong with it also, though, but the weirdness, I have to I have to appreciate it. I have to appreciate the bizarre costumes, the bizarre makeup, this everything about this world 
is like you are, you know, in a, a, in the psych ward getting electroshock treatments. Like uh, that, this makes <laughs> sense to me. Uh, I mean, I, I would I would imagine that's what it's like anyway. And it's interesting because there are so many elements that are so well done, but none of it quite works together. And yeah, that's generally a problem if you're trying to make money and sell tickets and all of that. Um, I think that adds to its the bizarreness and... I don't hate it. I thought it was oddly endearing. I think there's a bit of creepiness here. There's a lot that I would change. It kind of reminds me of like a like a TGIF movie when we were kids. And oh, we were yeah. excited to watch. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of how I classed it in my head. And because of that, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> this is a really great $2 million movie. Yeah, this isn't, I wouldn't call this, you know, a highly cinematic masterpiece by any means. <laughs> but it's kind of entertaining for what it is, which is a weird kids movie. Uh, and if you also don't consider that it's like a pos- kind of a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Because they want to stand alone, but also take in, you know, like take in the previous audience where they can. And I mean, like the idea that like this guy, this director was like, you know, I want to do the Wizard of Oz, but like, let's keep it like let's 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 keep it true to the original source. Like, it's actually a really good idea and it's really cool. And Again, the, there's so much that's executed really, really well, but it just doesn't work together. You know, and that's okay. That's Here we are. This is how we learn. Um, I'm going to give it a six. It's okay. It's not bad. It, it's okay. I would watch it, it like, you know, if you don't want to do anything and you want to stay in and you have children and they need to watch something, you know, might as well watch this. Why not? Here, here, Kristen. Wow. <clears throat> I want Might to. As uh, well. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's no, no, worse things to watch. <laughs> Sorry, I agree. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. And, and I, I want to add a little life into these uh, into these reviews. So, uh, Weog, Tiog, Piog. That's right, Piog. Um, this is one of those movies where I, I love to tell people is like, you know, wait, you've never seen Return of Oz. You were turned to Oz, and I was like, "No, I've never seen that." So it's just fucking weird. It's one of these weird movies, and for some reason, when I was a kid and I watched it, it stuck in my head, like for some reason. And and, and I'm I'm not saying that it holds up. I'm not saying that it, it's lovely. It was actually boring, and it was very hard to get through two times. And 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 the 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 sloppy. It's. It looks sloppy now, <laughs> as far as all the effects and all that. But I still love all the stop motion stuff. Like I, 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 I was nostalgic super hard. Like I said, when I was looking into the eyes of fucking TikTok, and I was like, "Look how beautiful he is," you know. <laughs> but that's just my nostalgia boner, and and I can't get over that. And it, it's it's one of these movies you need to see uh, it, it, because it happened. <laughs> Add it to the list. I mean, do you own do you own this, Brian? No, we need this. You do, <laughs> no, in your I massive don't, collection, don't, you don't even own very, this. Very few people well, own this. I was so alarmed. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that was more like you think I'm going to spend sixty dollars on a DVD. That, that's fucking. It's a, it's it's a four by three. Cr- <laughs> fucking and nobody uh, is pillbox. spending fucking sixty dollars on any goddamn DVD of this movie, bro. 
bro, I guarantee you there are people that would do that. If they did a if they did a re-release, no. the, like yes. Yeah, no. actually this, this thing has a cult following. There's a cult following, yeah. There's a lot of um video I looked I was looking through all some of the Do all four of them not already own a copy? <laughs> yeah, they already well, do. Well, they're all bootlegged. Oh my god, there's even there's like no, a DVD three minute this exists. It's just not the Blu-ray. There's like a three minute video of somebody going through and pointing out all of her favorite tactile moments from the film and there's like hundreds of comments of people being like oh my god yes i love when he touched the tongue on the machine like it's there's a cult oh, following no. the, 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 yeah like uh, i i love when the fucking uh, the uh the gnome king's like uh he's like uh, what do you say he's like perhaps you'd like to visit my fiery furnace in the <laughs> and then he goes next I, I, I love his I love his character. I think he's great. Uh, I'm also going to give it a six. I think it's uh, you know just out of nostalgia and love as well this week. Uh, is it a great movie? No. Uh, is it worth talking about? Sure, because it's fucking weird. Uh, and, and it's also one of these little gems of in the '80s where we weren't scared to we weren't scared to scare our children, and they were trying to be somewhat dark. I know it's not as dark as you'd like, Brian, but to a lot of uh, like Bible belters, this is pretty damn dark. <laughs> Look at these demonic things on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> He's bald. Oh my god, it's creepy. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. If this is your idea of scary <laughs> or dark. I yeah. Uh, please, for the uh, the love of God, uh, don't watch uh, the Never Ending Story or the Dark Crystal. They will fucking break your brain. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, I look. I don't want to give this movie too hard of a time. Um, I love Walter Murch for his editing abilities. Um, he is clearly not a very good director. Look, we all have our strengths in this world, you know? Uh, directing and uh, editing are different jobs. Just because you know how to put uh, scenes together and make uh, pace flow does not mean you know how to tell a story visually, where to tell actors to stand, right? That is conveying things to the audience and also put all of the production design and the costumes and everything that people are wearing and touching and interacting and doing makes sense to us in a coalescing world that doesn't always uh happen in this movie and uh you know it's it, it's hard it's not the same skill set not the same uh creative hat that being said um there are a lot of scenes in the movie that do work i think a lot of the stuff in the beginning i think the the shock therapy stuff i think that stuff is uh, probably the most interesting I was in, the, in rewatching this as an adult. I was like, oh, wow, this is this is dark. Um, I also, like, really hated her aunt and uncle the entire fucking movie. It's like, this kid has a fucking imagination, and your idea for curing them is to fucking electrify their fucking brain? Terrible fucking people. They didn't understand electricity at this time. It was a new concept. Bro, whatever. You saw Dorothy. She's in there flipping the switch. She's like, what the fuck? This is kind of cool, I, right? I don't, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know it would kill I, I, No, come the fuck on. I mean, it just, <laughs> it's not good, you know? Like, oh, I'm replacing a lock bulb. I got shocked. My heart stopped. Oh, wait, I'm doing that to somebody's brain? Come on. You don't have to be a fucking rocket scientist. Come on. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to come in at like a, I think I'm going to come in at an eight. You know, it's just it, two, po- man. two points for direction. The directing's really, Really terrible. It hurts me to say that about Walter Murch. I do. I do. I do want to say it, it. It's killing me to say this. You know, if you want to watch one of these movies, I would say like if you want to watch weird '80s fantasy, stick to the Dark Crystal. Stick to stick to the fucking 
never ending story, you know, and look, if, if those Labyrinth. movies are too scary for you, yeah, Labyrinth, you know, and get yourself some David fucking Bowie while you're there and some songs, dance magic, dance. right, and have a good time. Return to Oz taps into the darker side of L. Frank Baum's book series with an intermittently dazzling adventure that never quite recaptures the magic of its classic predecessor. Rotten Tomatoes brings in Return to Oz with a 58% tomato meter with an audience score of 71%. 71% audience score. Look at that. Yeah, That's, yep. that's really high. Cold following. Well, with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Dear God, we're getting through all these fantasy films. Wait, wait, hold up. Before we even close out, what's up next? What are we doing next? Are, are, Did we decide? Are we finally diving into uh, Edward Scissorhands, or are we oh. doing something no, else no, next? No, no, There was one before. Pan's Labyrinth. Wait. Pan's Labyrinth. Hold on, I have to let me read Pan's Labyrinth? That's Pan's Labyrinth. We're doing Pan's Labyrinth. Edward Scissorhands, yeah. Secret Garden, Stardust. That's That's what's on the list. I don't think we're going to get to all those. Uh, but I like Pan's <laughs> Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Get some actual cool, creepy, weird things. Yeah. Very minimally what, what? in the movie, but yes. Yeah, but with Fuck someone who knows guys. how to make weird things actually be yeah. creepy. That's right. These guys have been telling me for fucking ever that the but there's not enough fucking scary monster creatures in Pan's Labyrinth. This is bullshit. We'll find out next week. <sighs> this is heresy. I I'm, I'm want all of you to eat your words. You'll get my entire book report next week. Don't worry. <laughs> I expect nothing does, less. Does Cliff have notes for you? <laughs> oh, yeah. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, X, and Instagram. Um, why was I struggling on that one this time? Because uh, you are going to say Twitter. Yeah, that's you what You are going to say the twit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at Movie Crew Pod, you can also nope. That's it. Uh, Jared, where can they follow you? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram at Check the Gate. Griggs, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G R I G G S Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter, uh, fucking X at Elkins Edits. <laughs> It's going to happen sooner or later. Um, and we're going to close out the show tonight with... Um, you know what? We're going to play a finale and end credits. Parentheses. Free, uh, the theme from Return to Eyes. And this is from composer David Shire. Enjoy. Good night, Mom. I had a dream. And you were there. And you were there. And you were there. You were... Not there, fuck off. Mike, can I still call you mom even though you're not?